what is God? What a Christian will call God, I call the infinite. It's a force that pervades the entirety of existence. And you can um, uh, connect with it and be inspired by it, or you can be separated from it and thus uh, be uh, demonically manipulated. And this, what I called earlier the truth vibrations, this vibrational change that's going on, that's, that's breaking up this simulated uh, mind prison, it's what a Christian would call God, what I would call the infinite. It's actually making it happen. Um, and this is what this demonic realm, this demonic force is retreating from as it imposes itself more and more on this simulated uh, nonsense. And that's why it's uh, coming in, the demonic realm is coming more and more into this reality uh, in its retreat. And that's why we're seeing all these bizarre things going on in this chaos. Um, but, you know, in, instead of saying, do you believe in the Christian God or do you uh, believe in the Islamic God or whatever? It's, it's, it's a force of love. It's a force of wisdom. It's a force that holds the entirety of infinite reality together. And whatever we call it, um, that's what it is. And uh, instead of being divided and ruled by our perceptions of it, let's just um, be brought together by um, understanding that it may be different things to different people, but it's actually the same force we're talking about. And it is um, in the process of bringing an end to this nonsense. But we, we're going to have chaos and upheaval because... If you corner a rat, it's not going to go quietly. And that's what we're experiencing. We're experiencing the demonic realm and its uh, cult expression in our reality are being cornered. And it's, um, it's thrashing out and it's desperately doing everything it can to hold on to its power. Well, if anybody in the world has been completely vindicated in his work the last 35 years, it's David Icke. And of course, myself and a few others are close seconds. And, and I wish we hadn't been vindicated. I, I wish that our understanding of the world had been wrong. But now it's all out in the open. Planetary world government that wants to depopulate us, cashless societies, takeovers of our bodies with nanotech and electromagnetic radiation open Satanism. Uh, I, I was just in Omaha uh, to, to see my wife's father was in the hospital. He had a gay pride parade come by the hotel. They were wearing Satan shirts. I got photos of it, showed you, uh, saying, we're, you know, we're going to get your children. I mean, this is just so crazy. Uh, the Ukrainian dictator uh, says that the Russians are going to blow up a nuclear power plant this week. It just goes on and on and on, we have the, the new king coronated uh, with his calls for world government and depopulation. Then we've got this viral videos of the woman on a Dallas plane out of Dallas uh, last night, yesterday, uh, who reportedly saw a man in a green hoodie turn into some type of reptile. And, and I wouldn't normally go with this. She doesn't look schizophrenic, doesn't sound nuts, sounds generally freaked out. But some of the other people on board said they saw things. The reason I'm going to raise this is David Icke talked about this 30 plus years ago, and I, I never made fun of him about it because a lot of what he said was credible. 
I couldn't prove it, but I talked about this a few months ago. So he can cover this now or later in the next two hours. He can cover any of the issues I'm throwing or anything he wants to get to first. But I have met with a lot of really prominent people, household names recently, really in the last year. And they all, all keep telling me about the same experiences. And I didn't talk about it until five prominent people had basically told me the same stories uh, in the last uh, year. And so I started telling you th about this and I only had one event happen like this to me when I was a teenager, I was not on drugs and I'd been taken to jail for fighting. And some of the police officers took me in the back room and just for two seconds, one of their faces, he said, oh, you think you're tough kid? And literally his face changed right in front of me. And on my children, it happened, I saw it. So something's going on. What is this and why is it getting more prevalent? Because if I told you the names, these are very serious people. Most of them weren't even religious. And when they saw this, they got religion very, very quickly. And then why is it happening to prominent people? What's going on? So it seems like the veil between other dimensions and things is fading or something's happening. Uh, so many things to talk about. But remember, when we go into this esoteric or occult or unknown area, that just means stuff that's not been discovered yet. They're always finding new species every day. They're always discovering new energy sources, new elements. We've only discovered a few square feet of the territory around us compared to an entire universe. Uh, so David, that's my intro here. You can start with these phenomenon or you can end with the phenomenon. You can go wherever you'd like, but thank you. Because we were trying to set you up for weeks. Perfect timing you came on today with the hysteria uh, off of what this woman and others saw on this plane. Yeah, well, I'd like to start deep in the rabbit hole, Alex, <laughs> if you don't mind. Um, I've uh, just finished a book that's coming out on September the 1st called The Dream, which uh, goes uh, deeper in the rabbit hole than I've ever been. And there's information in that book that simply has never been written or revealed before. And it puts into context what is actually happening. You know, I've been saying all these decades that we cannot understand what is happening in the world of the seen unless we understand what's happening in the world of the unseen. So very quickly, you know, for people who haven't come across this, and, and you, you should ask, why haven't they come across this? Why isn't this taught in the schools as a matter of course? But what we see is only a tiny band of frequency, so small it's ridiculous. Everything beyond that frequency band, the limits of what the five senses can decode and the eye senses can decode into a visual reality is infinity. And if you think of uh, radio stations in the old analog system and uh, television stations, they shared the same space, they share the same space, um, but they don't interfere with each other, impact upon each other, unless they're really close on the dial. So if you want to look for outside of this reality dimension, whatever you want to call it, for that level that can interfere with this, then you've got to look at bands of dimensional frequency that are very close to this one, but just outside of our five sense reality and our ability to perceive it in the natural course of events. And the I'll call this this dimension that's that's close to this one the astral or the fourth dimension. Call this 3D, the third dimension. 
And in the lower levels of this astral dimension, in other words, the lower frequency levels, which are really close to this one, that's the realm of the demonic. That's where demons and their name and description in all different religions and cultures, um, that's where they exist. These are the entities that the Satanists are interacting with in their rituals, why why do uh, do these Satanists who may be sick, but a lot of them are not stupid? Why are they doing these rituals? Because they're interacting with these entities, and when you do rituals as they do in the same places over and over and over again, what it does is it thins out the frequency difference between the astral, lower astral, where these demons are, and this reality. And so that interaction is made possible. Now, what's happening now is that that lower uh, astral dimension is starting to fuse into ours. And, and, and these demonic entities are much more able to move into our reality and stay for longer. And one of the conduits, hello, that is allowing this to happen, that is the, the, uh, the connection frequency that allows this to happen more now than ever before, is what we call 5G, with 6G and 7G to come. This 5G, there's so many elements to it, and one of them is that it is acting as a frequency conduit for these demonic entities to come into this realm. So people will start to see them. And what they do is they, quote, possess uh, uh, bodies, and there's also hybrids, which are part demonic and part human. And, and as this uh, goes on, people are seeing more and more of this demonic level, and thus they're saying, oh, my God, he turned into a reptile. He turned into this. He turned into the other. And we're going to see more and more and more of this. And it's to understand, in the end, that you can talk about Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum, and we should, and your Gateses and your Fauci's and all these people, and your Soros's, quite right. But they are gophers. They are vehicles for this demonic realm. That's why they have no empathy. That's why they have no uh, what we would call soul. That's why they do what they You're do. You're saying and they're biological soul. robots. Well, this is a, 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 an area of the, my book, The Dream, and indeed The Trap, the one that's out at the moment, um, which I, um, I emphasize uh, a quite, um, to quite a, a large extent. This is, what, this is how I see it, Alex, okay, after 35 years of researching this. The body is a biological computer. I've been saying that for decades. And it's a program. It's a software program. So um, if you do not introduce consciousness beyond the program, then that um, AI uh, software program, which is what the, the biological is, and I should make this uh, um, emphasis. People look at biological and they think that's natural. To this demonic realm, the biological is a form of the technological. It's just that because we see technology, 
with steel and machines and circuits, we think that's technology. And we think what is apparently natural is natural, biologically natural. But actually, to them, it's a form of technology. It's a form of software. So when you, you're getting these... And notice, notice, no, notice the electrochemical is, is interfacing with the silicon. They actually work together uh, very similarly. Well, you... you um, will have seen the, the, the documents uh, from Moderna, for instance, where they describe when they're talking about this, uh, this fake uh, vaccine, they're talking about it being an operating system. See, as, as humans talk about, well, this is natural, well, how do we know it's natural? What have we got it to compare it with? Nothing. You know, if you um, uh, have a headset on in a virtual reality uh, game, then you can thrash about because your, your mind thinks it's real, but you can take the headset off and you go, whoa, it was just a game. But if the body-brain uh, system is the equivalent of the headset for humans, then you can't take it off. And therefore, everything that you look at, which you think is natural, well, how do we know? And, and, and David, you've to? been saying this for 35 years, and now Avatar... And everything else has picked up what you say. And then now the new avatars are killing whales for their adrenochrome. Same thing over and over again. And so my listeners know this. They understand it. Can't wait to read the new book. Go next level with that. But I promise listeners and, and my wife and others want to ask you questions to just go through the waterfront of what we're currently seeing. I understand getting the big picture is important. I want to spend the rest of this segment, another 10 minutes on this topic. But uh, I should probably talk to you off the air at some point because this is really in confidence but very prominent household names. And it's happening to a lot of regular people too, but it, it tends to be really happening to prominent people who didn't believe in God, but weren't occultists, weren't Satanists, where they are seeing what this woman saw, but being attacked by it uh, in their rooms at night, driving along in their car alone, the, the literal, like like the original Twilight Zone with the gremlin on the, on the wing of the plane. Stuff like this is happening to household names, and they're calling me saying, "Oh my God, is, I guess God's real, or this is something else." So, is it? I think what you're saying is the five G and all of this is breaking down the dimensions, and it's like a conduit uh, to, to yeah. like have this electricity jump into ours. Yeah, it's acting as a bridge, a frequency bridge, absolutely designed to do that. And um, I think there's someone who's uh, firing that at the Earth, isn't there, from low-orbit satellites? What's his name? Uh, Elon Musk. Musk. That's it. Uh, yeah, so um, so I have a few questions about him, you you w would understand, given that. Spend all the, the time the you thing, want on Musk, but, but, but so, so, so quantifying it, you're, you're getting the same intel that, that this is intensifying. Yeah, if, if I could uh, uh, just... just take this further with the, the, the body program, the software program. It's a behavior program, it's a perception program. So if you, if you come out of the womb um, without consciousness, the eternal part of us intervening, then that program will run your life. It will, it will decide what you think and from what you think, it will decide what you behave, uh, how, how you behave. So um, it, it's, it's, it's like, um, like a computer. It's like a computer without an operator. It's like a computer, if you like, going rogue with a virus. So you, you know, you're tapping the keys and whacking the mouse, but it's not responding. But consciousness, this is why they want to suppress consciousness. The true self, the eternal self, 
which is a field of um, energy uh, awareness that can intervene in the program. And the difference between uh, what you might call non-player characters who just go through life nodding, yes, sir, no, sir, whatever you say, COVID, yeah, yeah, I'll believe everything you say, and uh, maverick people um, that are, are saying, hold on a minute, I I'm seeing this in a much bigger uh, um, uh, arena here, a much bigger panorama, and this doesn't make sense to me. And by the way, I'm not going to cooperate with um, the people that want to control me because I can see they want to control me. That's consciousness. And this is the difference between conscious people who are overriding the program and non-conscious people who are being run by the program. Okay. And I want you to go wherever you want because, look, I obviously know Elon Musk is doing the brain interface and the 5G and all of it. I don't trust him as far as I can throw him. I'm still banned on Twitter. But at the same time, I see him saying, go outside. Uh, you know, uh, I see him coming out against censorship, all these things. And I also see all these prominent people from Ice Cube to Ice-T to uh, Russell Brand to you name it, sounding just like David Icke and Alex Jones. Is that them writing the well, awakening well, that they witness happening or are they part of the awakening? And, and maybe the best test case, I respect your view, is then who do you think Elon Musk really is? Well, Alex, um, they're not. They're not David Icke and Alex Jones. They're an incredibly mild version of it. And one of my great concerns is that the um, alternative media is being pushed closer to um, the mainstream in, 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 in significant areas. Because, you know, after COVID or with COVID, a lot of doctors came in, a lot of other people came in who were mainstream people. And that was great to talk about the fake jab and all that was great. But what they've also done, a lot of them, is bring the rest of their mainstream belief system with them. And look, look how we started off this chat. The cutting edge of this is way, way over the horizon from, from that, what I call the, uh, the, the mainstream of the alternative. And, you know, um, Russell Brand, he had me on his shows uh, years and years and years ago to take the piss. You know, he had me on and he, he, he put pictures on uh, up uh, with the audience on the TV saying, well, is he a reptile? Is he a reptile? Is he a reptile? He, he wasn't interested in getting across what was actually happening. And then after COVID, another a bandwagon arrived and he jumped on it. And, and, and he uh, then becomes, oh, Mr. Exposing what's going on. What, what he's talking about, what these others are talking about, and I'm glad they are, was being exposed decades ago by some of us, you know? And, and it, it's very, very important that the, uh, the uh, alternative media is not barricaded in by here and no further people who won't go into these deep uh, areas where the, the real truth and cause of all this lies. What we're seeing in this world of the scene is the symptom, not the cause. Uh, we must keep pushing the, the, the cutting edge. And um, so in terms of Elon Musk, here's my questions, Alex. First of all, he says uh, that um, AI could be the end of humanity as we know it. Absolutely true. And then he starts a company called Neuralink to connect uh, the human brain to computers and AI. Um, he um, is putting up these low orbit satellites through uh, SpaceX, which are fundamental with others 
to creating this cloud, which I'm talking about. And the cloud is not just uh, the, the bridge conduit between the astral dimension and this one. It's also uh, the cloud to which we are uh, meant to be connected, not least through the uh, content of the jab, um, to become a hive mind where everyone thinks the same because it's coming from a central point. I mean, the last thing we should be doing is connecting technology or artificial intelligence to the human brain. What are you doing, Mr. Musk? And then I then uh, he's he's pushing this. Uh, he's got this Tesla, um, which is the, the the climate change agenda. It's the whole basis of why Tesla exists um, with the electric cars doing far more damage to the environment than uh, than ever petrol and diesel car does. And then I ask this. You know, people say to me, yeah, but he bought Twitter and he's, he's a free speech absolutist. Well, he's 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 not. But that is what he claims. OK, and he, he put out the Twitter files. Yeah, OK. And what did the Twitter files say? Well, they said the deep state completely controlled Twitter. Yes, right. The deep state completely controlled Twitter and what was said on it and what wasn't and Facebook and Google and Google uh, owned YouTube. So question, why would the deep state and your Black Rocks and your vanguards and your state streets complete cult operations why would they not only sell to Musk Twitter, but also threaten to take him to court to force him to buy it? And then there's this question I have. Um, who owns Twitter? Well, Elon Musk owns Twitter. Oh, well, well just, just hold on a second. Um, Twitter's been absorbed into something called um, X Corporation. And uh, so Twitter basically doesn't exist except as a name. It's a corporate entity. It's X Corporation but, um, or X Corp. But that has a parent company called X Holdings Corporation. Now, I don't know whether you came across this, but recently there was a court case um, in which uh, a fired employee of Twitter um, took uh, Twitter to, uh, to, to court trying to get their just desserts. And part of that was their lawyers asked Twitter to um, name the shareholders of X Holdings Corporation, which actually owns Twitter. And the judge said, yes, yes, we want to see it, produce the document. So they did. And all 95 entities in X Holdings Corporation were scored off, couldn't see them. So then Twitter did a deal with the judge that they would reveal to the person's lawyer who the 95 were on agreement that he would tell no one else, including his clients. So who are the 95? Oh, we, sh we should know in a, in a transparent uh, uh, situation that we are apparently By the way, David, I, I'm familiar with this. What you're saying is totally true, and I totally agree with you. If they know there's a huge awakening coming that they weren't able to stop, they want to lead it. And so whereas we continue to be suppressed, now there's all these new yeah. people that basically become watered-down versions of us, and, and I think people should be aware of that, but I do see it as a major victory that their brute force censorship didn't work, so they're having to now try to lead the opposition. I, I do see this as a defeat for them. Yeah, well, you see, they saw the potential big time of the alternative media at the time the COVID card was played. 
And of course, they reacted to that with mass censorship, ludicrous censorship, and it's still going on and it's still expanding. But they know they can't shut down everything. And it was it Lenin? It was Lenin who said words to the effect of um, how how do you control the opposition? You run it yourself. They were words to the effect that he said. And, and so we've got to be very, very careful about this and not let um, people come in and not just take it over, but then limit the range to which it, it will go. Um, and because uh, that's absolutely vital, because if you don't understand the unseen, you no way you're going to understand the scene. David, I, I totally agree with you. And it's not to say we're the original gangsters or something. We're not territorializing this. We want an awakening and it is happening. But they're launching all of this to try to lead uh, the folks that are awakening right now. We'll talk about what comes next and, and, and where you see this fight going. David Ike's our guest. Stay with us. We just ended three plus years of UN worldwide lockdowns and restrictions and forced injections. Russia and Ukraine have been battling in a NATO Russia proxy war for the last year and a half. Islamists are burning down large parts of cities across Europe. The U.S. border has completely collapsed. Millions and millions are coming across a year. Many of them kidnapped children. Fentanyl deaths for over 100,000 a year. GMO products are being forced on the public. 5G is being erected in every major industrialized country. Cancer rates are exploding. Heart attacks, strokes, neurological disorders. Now 25-year-olds are, quote, getting Alzheimer's. Inside, the mRNA injections are the programming for spike protein of the HIV delivery system growing in our brains. And that's just the start of the new world order. The transgender cults chopping the penises and breasts off of millions of children. But we're fighting it at Infowars.com. The current book out is The Trap. The new book coming out is The Dream. DavidIke.com. We're going to be going back to David here in just a moment. Please remember, we are listeners supported just like David. We have my book, The Great Reset and the War for the World, signed and unsigned at InfoWarsStore.com. We have the July 4th Supercell running through next Monday. 10% off on high-quality gravity-fed water filtration, air filtration. That's a huge discount because it's already cut down to a very low price. We have Nitric Boost that Dr. Judy Mikovich has talked about. She thinks it's a great product full of key compounds that clean out your blood and do so much for your entire body, including libido. Nitric Boost discounted at InfoWarsStore.com. Uh, we have the great full-spectrum CBD oil. No THC, doesn't get you high, but does great things for your neurological systems, your joints, your bones, and everything. We have our ultimate bone broth, concentrated bone broth, chaga mushroom, uh, bee pollen, really high-quality turmeric. It's 40% off, 60, 50, 40% off, 50% uh, off Brain Force Plus and Brain Force Ultra, our two great nootropics when you get them together. So many great products, uh, high-quality, high-end Highest grade fish oil and krill oil. Those are also doing amazing things. Infowarsstore.com or 888-253-3139. And that's what keeps this broadcast on the air and allows us to really tell the truth and break the paradigm. But they're coming in with the central bank currencies. They're coming in with the ESGs to silence us. They're openly announcing it because they're scared and they are desperate. So please keep us on air. 
please visit InfoWars, InfoWarsStore.com today or 888-253-3139. We have the ashwagandha. It's so good as well. Just check it all out, InfoWarsStore.com. Now, David, I've known who you are for 30-plus years, probably 32 years, 33 years. You've, I've been interviewing you for at least 26, 27 years. I've been on there 29. And I remember you coming on my show, and I've tried to find the interview, but they took it all off YouTube. But, but, but it had to be 20 years ago. And saying, doing my research and really focusing into you know the, the, the higher dimensions, I believe there'll be a great awakening by 2016. There'll be a big pushback into the middle of the 2025 and I think this will all be decided by 2030. And I'm listening to this saying, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll see if that happens. It all happened basically as you said. And now no one can deny the Great Awakening is here. But at the same time, uh, the, the evil, the, 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 the dark forces are intensifying and are really on the march. So how would you describe this if it was a soccer game, which you know you were a you – know, um, top goalie yourself before you became a uh, broadcaster with the BBC. If, if this was a British-style you know, football game, how would you describe where we are and, and what's happening? Are the bad guys winning? Are, are the good guys winning? Or are we at a stalemate? Well, um, the game isn't over yet. That's the point. And uh, where we are now, um, as you will know, I mean, when I started out, uh, in 1990 on this road that I'm still on. Um, no one wanted to know. You talked about this stuff, reptiles, you're mad and all this stuff. And, uh, oh no, people running the world, that's impossible. A few people can't run the world, they couldn't do it. All that was completely dismissed. But look at it now. Look at it now. I mean, it's a phenomenal number of people now, not least since COVID, that have started to see that the world's not like they thought it was. They're starting to see how the dots connect and how uh, the same thing is happening everywhere. How does that happen without coordination? So, uh, you know, the people that are kind of relatively new to this, they will look at the situation and go, we're in real trouble because no one's waking up. Not enough people are waking up. But if you have the perspective of 1990, then the number of people that are now starting to see it is absolutely fantastic. What we've got to do is turn the seeing it into not cooperating with it. And, you know, I said a long time ago that it's got to get really bad before enough people will, uh, you know, concentrate their minds that actually action is uh, necessary and necessary urgently. And so every time they're pushing on and the more it impacts on people's lives, the more people are becoming aware that actually uh, the conspiracy theorists uh, were not theorists at all. Um, and that is happening. But at the same time, you've got this um, rolling out of this digital concentration camp. And that has always been the goal, always been the game. And, you know, there's three groups of people. Two of them, they've basically got. The second group, maybe there's potential to move across, but 
they've basically got them. The first group is people who just, um, I call them non-player characters, who just um, just accept what they're told without question. If it's someone in authority says it, then it must be true. Then you've got the second group that can actually see that something's not right and they really don't want to do what the authorities are telling them, but they fear the consequences of not doing so. They are basically uh, under the control of the cult, absolutely. The third group, which is getting bigger, this is the point, are those that can see it more and more and are refusing to cooperate with it. And they're the ones, therefore, that this cult has to target more than anyone. First of all, they have to do everything they can to stop that group communicating what it's seen and communicating what it's researched. But even then, as I said earlier, they're not going to stop all of it. So what they have to do then, this is what this is all about, is say, okay, you want to um, uh, challenge us, you want to not cooperate, that's fine, uh, but um, we are going to have a global digital currency, which is it was in a book I wrote called uh, uh, Robots Rebellion in 1992, it came out in 93, about this um, end of cash and the one world currency, that um, we are going to not only have a digital global currency, but we're going to make it programmable. And that means that we can dictate what you can use it for and what you can't. And if you want to challenge us, well, how are you going to eat? How are you going to pay the rent? How are you going to survive? Because you're not going to be able to. And what we've seen, Alex, in the last few days in Britain is a precursor of that as Nigel Farage has, has come out, because he's well known, it's he's got publicity, but loads and loads of other people before him have gone through the same thing. I mean, where I, I mean I've been debanked. I would imagine you've been messed with, right? Well, I was banned from PayPal. I didn't even bloody use it. But the, the thing is that um, the, 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 the banks um, are now starting to say, if you have the wrong opinion, you can't have a bank account. Now, okay, the idea, of course, is to get rid of cash so you can't operate outside the banking system to get this digital currency in, um, which is programmable, so they have complete control over um, your finances and your ability to function. And all that is targeting this third group, the awakening group, the, maverick, the increasingly maverick group. And uh, that, that's why they're doing it. And um, Well, I totally you know, agree, and they admit that they want to use it for control over. So let me ask you this. If this group had their druthers, do we just use get used for body parts for a cyborg system like Yuval Noah Harari talks about, or is it a childhood's end-type scenario? If this outside alien group had its way, the satanic group had its way, what would the world look like versus... You predicted the future before. You say we're going to win. How do you see this battle unfolding? I know you say it's up to us, and I, and I agree with you, but looking into the future again, like you did on my show 20 years ago, 25 years ago, give us your projection into what you see unfolding. Okay. Well, I mean, this is far out. Um, I go into this uh, deeply in, uh, in the dream. Uh, think of this astral dimension, which is interpenetrating ours. And 
it's a range of frequency. So at the top end of the astral dimension is, is, is much higher frequency, much more um, awareness than in the lower levels where the demonic is, the lower levels of the astral. I wrote a book which the first one that I wrote after my uh, head blew off in 1990, it was called Truth Vibrations. And um, I named that because what I gleaned, various ways that I explained, was that a vibrational change was coming, a frequency change, that was going to um, awaken humanity from its slumber, from its coma. And the people that were more awake were going to be affected first. And then eventually people who were fast asleep, solid gold asleep, were going to start to be affected. Now, in 1990, there was no evidence that that was the case. But now look at it, and you can see the impact. Now, this uh, truth vibrations, as I call it, I call it truth vibrations because what I was told is that, and what I gleaned, various ways that I explained, um, was that all that had been hidden from us, this frequency change was going to bring to the surface so that we could see it. Now, and this is, this is what I wrote in 1990. Now, look at what we know now, Alex, that we didn't know then. Look at what we know now that we didn't know a year ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago. This is happening. And in terms of this astral uh, dimension, this truth vibration frequency that is rebalancing everything from its imbalance, from its distortion, is coming down the astral frequencies, and it's coming down towards this demonic realm. And this demonic realm is um, seeking to retreat into this reality because of what's going on. And as a result, it's created this technological system so that it can enter more and more our reality. And this lower um, astral uh, level, the demonic, is chaotic, it's inverted, it's crazy, it's a mess, it's full of upheaval. And, and, and what you're seeing in the world is that, um, that being transferred into our world. So it's becoming more and more crazy, more and more um, and by the way, let me interrupt you. This is this is totally on target for my own research and just spiritual gut level analysis and, you know, the spirit is that that's why they're even the top globalists no longer say they're atheists. They go, oh, yeah, there is something. We're in artificial reality. It's enslaved us. And they're trying to create a silicon new reality to escape to because their false satanic reality is being bombarded. So all they're running around like chickens with their heads cut off and freaking out and all these acts of power and control is them basically going into a, a, a death spiral or a uh, spasm. Can, do you agree with that and speak to that? Well, um, they're like ducks. They serenely <laughs> make their speeches serenely say what's going to happen. But their little feet are going like that under the water. Uh, because, um, you know, the only way that this demonic realm can control humans is if humans stay unconscious. 
when we um, expand our awareness, when we put aside all preconceived idea and preconceived belief in reality and everything and say, I'm going to let my own experience and information be my guide and not preconceived idea, you start to realize what the game is. And the more people that awaken to that, the more that energy of awakening will dominate this these village idiots that's what they are you know you know in in the um in the kingdom of the blind the one-eyed man is king it's very very appropriate that one of their major symbols is a single eye because they are the one-eyed man and they have prevailed this far by keeping um humans blind in both eyes it's not that they are omnipotent and all-powerful, bunch of prats. Anyone that wants to control everything like they do is obviously suffering from extreme uh, levels of insecurity for a start. Secure people don't want to control others. They just want to get on with their lives and let others get on with their lives. So these are not all-powerful. They're not. The trick is to convince us that they are. It's like authority. Authority in the human world of the scene is simply the demonic made manifest in our reality. So people say, oh, you can't go against authority. It's too powerful. Or really, what if millions or billions of people say to authority, a tiny number, we're not having it. Well, we're let me raise an example it. of that. You, know, you and I saw this over a decade ago, but the world sees an narcissistic show and even the Hollywood stars come out and say, Everyone hates us. There's nothing more uncool than being a Hollywood star. Uh, you see Prince Charles, King Charles, basically almost everybody laughing at him in their little ridiculous outfits, their regalia. But do you think the establishment who's retreated into their, their bubbles realizes that the world is turning against them very, very quickly? Well, well I think they do. And, you know, um, once they... Uh, put themselves on public display, which was basically when the COVID card was played. And a lot, they, knew, they knew that when they played that, a, a, a great vast numbers of people would just go along, just uh, nodding dogs. But they would awaken significant numbers of people who wouldn't go that direction and would see it and would awaken to more as a result. Um, so they have a, uh, a goal of 2030, which they want to pull uh, forward if as much as they can, for a simple reason. Once you've put yourself on public display, you have a, a certain period, as short as you can get away with, to so literally lock down digitally and technologically through AI the population before enough of them wake up to overthrow your nonsense. So they are really pushing this on. And the thing is, you know, it's what I was trying to get across uh, uh, in terms of the lack of omnipotent power that they really have. Their power is the power we give them. And that is that you can look at censorship and you can say, oh, that's where they've got the power of censorship. Yeah. But what's censorship really? It's an expression of fear because if they weren't frightened of the truth coming out, they wouldn't be censoring. 
And, and all this imposition uh, of the digital currency and the digital concentration camp is actually an expression of desperation and fear because they know if they don't push this through fast over this period, then enough people are going to wake up to bring it down. And David, I totally and, agree with you. And so you're talking 35,000 foot view here. But, but for the listeners who do want these questions drilled into, we know that the enemy is going to strike back. So what do you make of the Ukraine war, of Zelensky, uh, of them saying the Russians are going to blow up the nuclear power plant in the next few days with no evidence? Uh, what do you make of Biden, who they obviously want to get rid of now? Who are they going to bring in? I mean, just as they know they're losing their power and they're desperately trying to bring in their world government, their world currency, everything we said openly happening, we're totally vindicated. But that's us saying, hey, we were right in the past. Listeners, again, want to know what's coming in the future and what we do to counter this. So, I mean, let's walk through a few scenarios here. Ukraine war. Well, I've been saying for decades that the plan was to bring the West into conflict with an alliance of Russia and China with Iran thrown in and stuff like that. It doesn't necessarily have to be a, um, a military conflict. It well could be. It can be a uh, an economic conflict, and and you know, China is the key. I mean, we're talking about Russia and Ukraine, but in the background is the biggie. China is the blueprint for the world, and the Mao revolution, I suggest, was actually a cult revolution using a frontman called Mao, and the idea was to create a closed society in which a uh, system of uh, mass control, not least through um, technology, could be incubated and, and, and perfected and then played out across the world. And, and so that's why uh, we've had this, uh, if you want to uh, connect a few dots, not only has the Chinese system been played out more and more across the world since the, quote, COVID, which came out, where it's said of China, you had for decades U.S. corporations that are not U.S. corporations and they're not European corporations, they're cult corporations, the same cult that controls China. They've been outsourcing their um, uh, production to China and uh, the East, especially China. And so they've given China all the aces in terms of supply, of producing and supplying basic uh, products, et cetera. This has all been orchestrated. I totally agree. You know, Stay right there. We got to break in a few minutes, but we got a few till break. But it's on record that China has been given control of 98% of rare earth minerals for all the electronics. It's on record that the CIA in 49 double-crossed Chiang Kai-shek and back Mao. It's on record that it wasn't Nixon that opened it up. He just made the, the alliance public. So quantify, when you say cult, people always say who runs it, what runs it. It's, it's different bloodlines, different elites that resonate with this anti-human uh, destructive force and that they have built China up. I mean, 90% of it didn't have electricity 60 years ago into this juggernaut. Who is the cult? And then continue, because it's not debated that the CIA put Mao Zedong into power. Who is the cult? What is their plan for China? Okay, so um, if, you, if people just imagine a massive spider's web around the world and uh, there's a spider in the middle, now, that spider, ultimately, are these astral demonic forces. Um, 
The strands immediately around the spider are the most secretive secret societies that will know pretty much all that's happening. As you come out from the spider, still in the hidden, you're coming into the secret societies we know of, the uh, Freemasons, the inner core of them, the, um, the uh, Knights of Malta, the Knights uh, Templar, the inner core of the Jesuit order, on and on. Um, skull and Bones is a, an expression of it in um, uh, America, of course. And as you come out, you eventually reach what I call the cusp, the cusp in the web. And this cusp is where the hidden meets the seen. And at that cusp are um, the Bilderberg Group, the um, World Economic Forum, the explosion of think tanks and uh, Soros-funded, often non-governmental organizations, the Trilateral Commission, uh, the Council on Foreign Relations, the uh, uh, other uh, expressions of that network as well. And their job at the cusp is to take the agenda coming through the hidden from the spider and play it out into the public arena, the world of the scene, through corporations and Silicon Valley and governments and banks and World Health Organization and so on. And so when you see that um, and you then start to see that what appear to be random, unconnected corporations, World Health Organization, Silicon Valley, and so on, CDC, Big Pharma. If you go deep enough in these organizations and companies, you meet that level of them, which connects to the West. Oh, stay there, because with the hearings last few months and this judge's ruling, that just came out. Intelligence agencies, government, big tech, media, all working behind the scenes in secret to surveil and suppress the speech of Americans. We know it's the same thing overseas. So there is some good forces fighting back. Why is it coming to the surface? That tells me evil is not fully in power. Incredible first hour of the David Icke. Hour number two straight ahead, davidike.com. Find his new book there. And that is the dream. Find my book at InfoWarsStore.com. We'll be right back. July 4th, 2023 is here. Declare independence against the globalists, against Klaus Schwab, against the WF, against the UN and their new worldwide medical treaty claiming control over not just our nation state's medical systems, but our very bodies. Declare independence against the federal government that's been captured at the top by globalist operatives. Declare independence against Big Pharma and GMO and Bill Gates. Declare independence against Satan and his entire operation against you and your family. And the place to join the resistance, to fight the new world order, and to get the latest information and intel is Infowars.com, Newswars.com, and Band.video. And if you can't share those links because a big brother, you can share currently a URL they're not blocking, MadMaxWorld.tv. We're fighting hard, you're fighting hard. And I want to salute you all on this July 4th, 2023, and encourage you all to spread the word about Infowars.com and get amazing products at InfoWarsStore.com today. That's InfoWarsStore.com. Declare independence for tyranny now. All right, some stations don't carry this first five minutes, but the internet does. So I'm going to ask David to talk about any topic he wants for five minutes. And then when we come back from break, we'll continue with that key point he hit at the end of the hour just minutes ago about these webs of control between corporate and government that look separate but are actually the same group, the cult. Such an important point he'll finish 
in about five minutes. But but David, in this little five minutes, uh, what is it like to be vindicated completely? Well, um, like you said um, earlier on in the show, um, it gives you no pleasure to see uh, what you said was coming to have arrived. Um, because, uh, you know, people say, how did you know? But my answer to that is because it's not random. You know, if, if, you're, if you're saying this is what's going to happen and it's all random, well, what's the chances of you getting it right or anything close to being right? You get it right because it's a plan. And if you uncover the plan, you can predict the future. But you're not actually predicting the future. You're predicting the future if there's no intervention by humans on the plan. And so the more this plays out in the way that you kind of say this is what is planned and it happens, um, it's, it's a bit disappointing, really, because the idea is, the idea of what I do, what, what we do, is to alert enough people uh, to stop that happening, to make sure it doesn't play out. And, and like I said earlier, though, uh, it has to get really bad to concentrate enough minds and we are moving into that uh, area now. I mean, after COVID, more and more people came, but more and more people will when they start to see that actually um, it's not a myth, it's not a theory, it's actually happening. Uh, but uh, it's, it's, like I say, I want to emphasize that, it's not about predicting the future. It's about predicting the plan. And the idea is the plan doesn't become the future because enough people intervene. Um, so uh, to answer the question, it gives you no um, satisfaction, really. I mean, it, it does give you confidence that you're on the right track and that w what you're doing and how you're researching and how you're coming across all this is valid because it turns out that it's true. But it's not something you want to be. I mean, I don't want to be here a few years from now, um, as I will be, by the way, um, and, and, and having this chat and saying, well, you know, people are now being connected to AI en masse. You know, I told you that was coming. Um, that's no satisfaction at all. It's, it's been, if you can avoid it happening by human intervention, that's the real reason we do what we do, of course. And I totally agree. What you said, I've interviewed probably 50 times, been very blessed to you know, be at some of the same events as you and have dinner with you when we cover Bilderberg together and some other times. But what you just said is the most important thing ever. We're not predicting the future. It's a set plan that if we let them continue to hijack the train or the plane, we're going to go to the destination they want. But of course, none of it's random. We're able to predict what's going to happen once we study their operations because they are in somewhat control now. But more and more, they're not in control. And that's really the most important part. We're not just hijacked bystanders here if we get engaged and informed we collectively can take control of our destiny together and take it away from these people well it's a very simple thing it's mathematics i mean get yourself uh, people a uh, pocket calculator uh tap in eight billion people and then take away the handful relative to eight billion that are running the show and i think i see a way out of this um, the, the, the idea... Wouldn't you say it's maybe a thousand people that are in on the whole conspiracy? I, I think, Alex, that if you get to the core of the core of the core of the core, you'd get them in a single room. Um, but the thing is that um, their, own, their power is only in manipulating people 
to give their power to them. They have no power. Clearly, a handful relative uh, to the population can't have power over the population without the um, acceptance and acquiescence of the population. So that's what we're working towards, obviously. Uh, stay there. Is the we're we're, we're going to come back to where you got cut off six minutes ago and the last hour ended when you were saying it's all out in the open, that it's compartmentalized spider web. Uh, finish up that important point. We come back in 60 seconds. All right. I don't say this to be on a power trip because it's the opposite. I say it so people pay attention and really think about what's happening. Together on this show right now, David Icke was awake before I was, and I've obviously been uh, as successful as he has uh, in, in getting people to awaken to the new world order. But he's really been the trailblazer on how the thing operates and what they would pull and what they would do. I would say in some ways I may have been more successful at actually reaching more people, but that, that's up in the air. It's not about keeping score here. We're all on the same team. Team consciousness, team freedom, you know, team uh, free will. But now it's out in the open that David's been hammering on for 30 plus years that it's a spider's web and the corporations at the top act like they're different, but they're really on the same team and that government is interface and governments look different, but most of the major governments are controlled by the same cult. And now that's really come out in the congressional hearings with all the big tech and the intelligence agencies censoring and surveilling and controlling. And th th there's really a great awakening to this. So you got cut off by the break at the end of the last hour, David, talking about that. Yeah. So once you realize that uh, these corporations and governments, court systems, judiciaries, banking systems, Silicon Valley, World Health Organization, World Trade Organization, um, are um, actually uh, connected to this web. And of course, through compartmentalization, it means the vast majority of people in those organizations, indeed in those governments, have no idea there is a web. So you, you have this network which is connecting these organizations. Now, this explains a great deal. So when the COVID card was played, Silicon Valley announced that it was... Uh, going to censor anyone that challenged the official story of COVID coming out of the World Health Organization. Now, if you look at that from uh, a, a bigger picture point of view, you'd say, well, hold on a minute. You're supposed to be the town square where we all have our opinion and then people make up their mind what to believe. What are you doing? Announcing right at the start, you're going to censor anyone that challenges the World Health Organization narrative because... The World Health Organization is an asset of the cult. It was created by the cult through the Rockefeller family, not least, in 1948. And Silicon Valley is a cult operation. Therefore, the Silicon Valley corporations and platforms censoring on behalf of the cult a narrative, the uh, anyone that challenges the World Health Organization, a cult operation. Then you've got Big Pharma. Big Pharma is an absolute cult operation. And, you know, it's a satanic organization, obviously, just as the cult is. So, you know, because you know that if you go deep enough in the CDC and the Food and Drug Administration in the United States, you're going to get to the point where they interact with the web. So, you know that when Big Pharma comes along with Pfizer and Moderna, whatever, and asks the apparent 
regulatory agency of government supposed to protect the people from Big Pharma for um, permission to use uh, their fake vaccine on younger and younger and more and more people, you know they're going to get it. Because what's happening is Big Pharma, the cult, is going to the CDC and the FDA, the cult, and asking for permission to advance a cult agenda. So obviously they're going to get it. So this is how it works. So now you start to see that while you are looking at banks, plural, you're actually looking at bank singular, not least coordinated through organizations like the Bank for International Settlements in Basel, Switzerland. So now you see why suddenly um, these different banks are all working as one to say, no, if you've got the wrong opinion, then you're not going to um, have a bank account. Now you look at the digital currency, Suddenly, all over the world, the central banks, coordinated through the Bank for International Settlements, are saying we want to introduce a digital currency. Why? How? How is it coordinated? Through the cult. This is how it works. Are we really uh, believing that suddenly people all over the world in authority had the same idea of... Uh, I know, I've got a great idea. I woke up with it this morning. What we're going to do is we're going to put drag queens into schools and we're going to get them to read uh, stories, first of all, and then we're going to get them to strut their stuff as we expand it. This is cult organization. This is why the same things happen everywhere. And, this and, is and of course, that's all admitted now that Bill Gates and the U.N. created global standardized systems for central bank digital currencies in the last decade with the Carnegie Foundation and the CIA. Uh, the U.S. government's quarterbacking the new U.N. treaty, which is really a U.S. treaty, just like the group that runs the U.S. created the U.N. It's the same cult. When you get down to the Trilateral Commission, CFR, Bilderberg Group, it's the same hundred people that head up all the major organizations. Uh, Peter Hotez came out and said, oh, I don't take any money from Big Pharma. He just takes it from Bill Gates, and then he comes up with what Bill Gates wants. That gets recommended and adopted by government, then buys it from Bill Gates. Uh, so, no, Big Pharma's not funding him. Hotez makes the corporate recommendation recommendations that then buy the product from Bill Gates, but Bill Gates funds Hotez in the, in the research, and, he, and he, he lies to us like we're idiots, but what does it mean now that these judges are coming out and exposing this? I mean, because I don't think the elites are, are, are the elites. I don't think they're in total control. I think we're seeing the cracks in the system as more people in the system that were compartmentalized, David Icke, decide to not go along with it. Well, yeah, that's a point. Um, the system is so fiercely compartmentalized that people within it every day are contributing to this agendas playing out without knowing there even is an agenda. This is the point. And I remember uh, speaking at an event in London uh, a long time ago now, and a guy came up to me afterwards, and he was a, uh, a retired um, leading executive of Shell Oil in South America. And he came to me, he said, I've just realized listening to you why so many things happened when I was working for Shell that I didn't understand at the time. And this is the compartmentalization. And what, you know, the alternative media putting this information out, some of us decade after decade, of course, um, 
It's decompartmentalizing that structure because people are getting it within the system from outside the system, and thus they want to uh, they want to silence us. Um, so these people, these renegade people, um, who may not know the the big picture at all, but they get that what they're being pressured to do is not what they should do. They are starting to. Uh, rebel, and they're starting to say, no, no, I'm not going along with it. It was kind of interesting. I mean, I don't know how this is going to play out, but I was banned from 26 uh, European countries by the Dutch government through the Schengen system. You're banned from one, you're banned from them all. And we've been uh, challenging them in the courts. And we went to the district judge, first of all, and he, he did everything but walk into the bloody court with a rubber stamp, you know. But we had another hearing a couple of weeks ago, and I don't know how this is whether she's going to have the you know the backbone to, to go all the way through with it. But um, I'm listening to this. I obviously not allowed into uh, uh, the Netherlands, so I'm I'm on kind of uh, Zoom or something. And she started asking the government lawyer very forensic questions, and I'm going, whoa, this is a bit different. And she wasn't having it, and the government lawyer was getting more and more flustered because he had no evidence. And, and then a few days later, she said, OK, I'll, I'll rule at the end of the month. A few days later, uh, my, uh, my lawyer in the Netherlands uh, got a contact from her. Uh, and what's happened is she's actually looked into the law through which I was supposed to be banned. And she found that the law has been changed. The Schengen law has been changed. So the law that they banned me with uh, by um, interpreting it in a most ridiculous, ludicrous way. But anyway, the law that they used was actually removed in March. And she saw that, first judge, and she did, because she was forensic. She, she wasn't just rubber stamping. She was saying, I'm, I, actually, I want to know more about this and why you banned this man. Well, you always talk about so, that with your Bilderberg analogy, where you're in Europe and go to the Bilderberg group, and there's the military keeping you from going up the hill to cover it when they themselves are being oppressed. So, so here's this judge that's not acting as a repeater. She's actually yeah. going and doing research, being a human, and that breaks their control. Yes, and, and we'll see if, if she's got the backbone, because basically, um, given what she's found, then the ban should be dismissed, uh, but we'll see if she'll go against the Dutch government, which is seriously satanic and seriously fascist. I can't tell you. The Dutch government is one of the worst in the world. Well, let's talk about that. Why are they, of course, their minister that says he's going to ban their farms and already banned a large part of them, saying nitrogen is bad when it's the largest part of the atmosphere. Um, he's now been rewarded to be the UN head of food operations. Now, Ireland's announcing they're going to start banning their farmers. I mean, this is getting really naked when they're going to ban farmers and, and say they're, I mean, including plant crops. I mean, can you speak to cutting off the food agenda? Yeah, well, if you're going to control people that don't want to be controlled, we're back to that third group again. Then you have to um, create a, a system of control called dependency. This is what the uh, so-called universal basic income is about. It's about destroying jobs, not least through AI, but inflation and many other things, um, so that um, if you're going to survive, you have to have the universal basic income, and that will come with uh, consequences. If you challenge us, I mean, just look at what the banks are doing now. If you challenge us, if you have the wrong opinion, you're not going to get it. 
Um, and uh, so if you want to create dependency, uh, thus control, you have to control that which people are dependent upon. And in the world that we live, apart from water and uh, oxygen, it's food. So what they're seeking to do is control food. Now, Mark Rutter, the uh, prime minister of the Netherlands, and all I'll say is look at his eyes and they'll tell you who he is. Um, he is a gopher for Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum. And the World Economic Forum has this uh, food hub plan or food hub. So control of food, in other words. And Rutter uh, actually made a, a, a speech in 2021 in which he said that the Netherlands is going to support the World Economic Forum uh, food hubs. He said it at, the, at Davos. And that the Netherlands is going to be the headquarters of it because Rutter is a 100% cult operative. He's a gopher. He's nothing you know, up there, but he's absolutely doing the cult's bidding. So is Tony Blair. That's why... When either of them open their mouth, Biden too, when he can open his mouth, um, they are speaking the agenda of the cult. How, how do we know what the agenda of the cult is? Well, what's Tony Blair calling for? What's Rutter calling for? What's the Biden administration calling for? And I'll tell you, what's Ardern when she was prime minister of New Zealand calling for? Um, this is how you know, because these cult gophers are telling you in the way that they are saying this is what needs to happen. I totally agree. David, I, I've got so many questions I want to ask you here. But but looking at this, I knew when I was reading their documents 30 years ago it was real. You knew it was real. I woke up to it from research. You woke up through Revelation, which I think is the best way for it to happen. And I'm, and I'm getting more reports from people that are getting thunderstruck, kind of like Saul on the road to Damascus, uh, you know, becoming Paul, you know, gets hit by the bolt of light and, you know, sees the light and has this download. Can you speak to the download you received? And then because people want to know, I want to go back to the start, like in the download you got, like, okay, there's this alien group. It's like reptoids. They kill children to open up dimensions. They are, because we know this is all going on. But, but go back to the beginning because uh, you were trying to download all this. And then, you know, I, I mean, I know it's not that your views have changed, but your understanding the information you've given has become, I would say, more focused or sophisticated as you're able to decode it. Because I've been, you know, since then, I've not gotten massive downloads, but I've gotten big pieces, epiphanies, chunk after chunk, and you know when it's divine, when it's next level. But but, but just getting into the, what makes David Icke work and what you were doing in life, you know, top broadcaster, but a top goalie, you know, host of the top show in, in uh, the UK. I mean, you were a big deal. And then all of a sudden you're on a trip to Peru and get thunderstruck. Speak, speak to that. Well, um, I can, I can talk uh, about uh, the process of what's happening to people when they get this Damascus, as you uh, describe it. I can certainly talk about that um, uh, a little later. I hope I can, because it's easily explainable what's, what's actually happening in those uh, situations. We'll talk about it now people. if you want, or, or I mean, whatever you want to say. Okay, I'll talk about it now, and then we can talk about you know where I've come from um, a bit later. Yeah, okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm um, describing earlier how the body is a biological computer, and actually it's a software program. Um, and it comes into this world with a 
life program, which it will play out without the intervention of consciousness. And so um, you go along and the five senses, because this is a simulation, not, not, not just a uh, simulation in, the, in this uh, level, what we call the astral is another part of the simulation. Um, and so what um, you're doing is following the program and all your uh, perceptions of reality are coming in from the program through the media and what we call education and all this stuff. And you have a certain view of reality, not least through the left side of the brain, which uh, sees everything as apart from everything else. And what happens uh, when people have these revelatory moments, I had mine in uh, uh, Peru, as you say, is that consciousness connects. You open enough from the program and you open your mind. You open your mind. Um, if people just stopped believing and getting their perceptions of reality from five senses, uh, from the five sense system, and just said this to themselves, look, <clears throat> I can see only a tiny fraction of the, no of the um, reality, infinite reality, called visible light. So how the hell can I know all there is to know or as much as I need to know from within that tiny band of no, frequency? And listen, you, 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 you've spoken to that. I'm saying it, it, it's the same question. What is it in your life or the things you went through that the universe chose you to have this big understanding of things that's turned out to be so accurate? Or are you just saying you, you randomly in the universe this just happened to you? Because I don't, I, I mean, I don't see it like that. I mean, I mean, go back to, because I think I think uh, it's not two questions; it's one question. I don't think I don't think I don't think you know in, it, it's random. I mean, my life has been so um, synchronistic that put me on this road um, in 1990 that I, I don't I don't think it's it, it's random. But what I was where I was just going is this. There's one thing that cannot be denied and cannot be dismissed. And that is that whatever we think we know at any point, there is always, always, always more to know. Exactly. And, and if you work from that, it's like to um, paraphrase the Greek philosopher Socrates, Wisdom is knowing how little we know. Yes. And thus, every minute you know there's more to know. So what is it that is more to know? Instead of sitting in this Well, look at the corporate media. Look at the New York Times, the BBC, all of them have run, the, the, the Atlantic Monthly, all of them. Do not ask questions. Do not do your own research. That's bad. Now, now people should know when you're told don't check things out, don't read the fine print, that's what the bad guy tells you. Yeah, exactly. They don't want you to know because not knowing is their power. So when you start to look at life from that point of view, whatever I think I know, there's always more to know. What happens is your mind starts to open to other possibilities, at which point it starts to go beyond the five sense prison cell and you start to connect 
with expanded levels of consciousness, not some alien in a bloody spaceship, your own consciousness that you have been separated from by your focus of attention only in five Which the truth reality. is you can, you can plug your consciousness into the universe and beyond. Well, we are the universe and beyond. That's the point. But we've been isolated, perceptually isolated, uh, through various and many techniques in a five-sense prison cell. So once you start to open your mind and let consciousness in, that's when you're tapping in to all this awareness and all this knowing that suddenly, revelatory, I can see it now. Why didn't I see it before? Because you were there before. Exactly. And, and, and I know you've been around a lot of these globalists. Uh, I have as well. They're like machines. Like you said, they're not happy people. They just follow a program. Is it possible to, to free people that have been under this control? Or once they get under the control, are they gone? Anyone can open to consciousness. Uh, it's the choice. Um, uh, but the more you um, submit to the program, the more entrenched you become in the program. Um, I mean, you'll, uh, you'll meet people, and it doesn't matter how much information you put in front of them, how much evidence, they won't get it. They won't get it because literally they can't process that information because they can only process their program. But anyone can open up to it, <clears throat> and lots of people are. And you know what I'm finding, Alex? I don't know if you are, but people that are kind of new to this, some of them anyway, they can awaken in the way that I've described to an extent that they, they get it in such a way that they become further uh, forward in their understanding that people maybe have been researching this for 10 years. <coughs> Absolutely. Because A lot of people are making instant jumps. And yeah. That, this is what's happening. This is what's happening. Because as these truth vibrations, this frequency comes in, it's coming into the simulation through the astral. I mean, you know, this simulation, this, this world we call human, and even the astral on top, it's a it's a mere smear of infinite reality. Sure, the and astral is just the interface to this little subdimension. Yeah, it's it's a it's a simulation. It's like a virtual reality game. The the body and the brain is like a headset. Um, and and what you do when um, you ex open your mind and let consciousness in is you're effectively taking the headset off because you're overriding the program, and thus you can see things that. Others can't see. That's because right. Take, the take the headset off with David Icke. Take the face sucker off. We'll come right back with David Icke with another iconic segment. Stay with us. Infowars.com, DavidIcke.com. Check them both out. Uh, speaking of support, we have the biggest sale of the year so far, the July 4th Supercell going right now. And Nitric Boost is so good for your heart, your brain, your lungs, your cardiovascular. Everybody needs to clean out your blood and then to take on a routine basis. Plus, it does great things for your muscles, your stamina, your libido. It's amazing. It is in stock right now. Super Female Vitality is selling out. Uh, we got a good shipment of it in. The Super Mill sold out. Despite that, it's 60% off. Then, of course, we have super high-quality, high-spectrum, full-spectrum CBD oil. It's great for your neurological systems, your whole body. It's available. InfoWars Store. Dot com discounted up to 60% off double Patreon points 
at InfoWarsStore.com. And we are selling out of Real Red Bill Plus, uh, but if you want that, you can get that. I mean, it's going to sell out in like a week at current sales rates. Thank you all for your support. Uh, again, we need funds to be able to stay on air. We're, we're starting to dig out of the hole. I want to get way out of the hole and expand, uh, but we can only do that with your support, so please take action now. InfoWarsStore.com. You can also make a straight donation at InfoWarsStore.com. So... You're an energetic being, an eternal being, and you're going to choose what energy you resonate with is the best way to describe it. You can travel up into the higher consciousness or you can be destroyed, basically destroyed, being bound to agents of chaos. But, but, but David, I, what do you think it's like? Because I think it's fascinating to be one of these globalists, like, like a King Charles or any of them, because they, they act buffoonish, they're moronic, they try to project power. But when you look at them, they're repulsive. And if you go online, King Charles is incredibly unpopular. Bill Gates is incredibly unpopular. Klaus Schwab is incredibly unpopular. And so it was one thing, 10 years ago even, still if somebody was establishment, the average person thought they were powerful, the facade's already fallen and they're like, I guess, wannabe Greek gods that need to be worshipped to exist. I, I just, I feel like they've already been broken to a great extent, except we've got to face their temper tantrum that, that they're going to launch against us. I mean, from your study and research, what is it like to be possessed by these entities? Because you, know, you talk a lot about the satanic rituals and now it's all out in the open with the children and that they're doing this to, to be able to resonate closer to these these avatars these controllers but 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 what is it from your research like to be one of these people well the, these people are basically incarnate demons you know um if you go back to what i said alex about the biological uh body being a, a biological computer um what inhabits it um, is anything from an expanded state of awareness to a demonic, low vibrational moron. Um, so uh, it's what's inhabiting the biological computer. And in terms of this cult, particularly the inner cause of this cult and the major gophers, they are demonically possessed. I just say to people, look into the eyes because the eyes are indeed the window on the soul or the window on the no soul. And you can see in the eyes uh, the, the nature of the entity that's behind them. Go and look at Mark Rutter, the uh, Netherlands prime minister. Go and look at his eyes. Look at um, uh, Gates's eyes. Look at all these people's eyes and you'll see the demonic within them because that's what they are. And what they're doing is uh, hiding behind uh, a biological computer system, a body, which looks like everyone else's. And so we look at them, or people look at them, and they say, oh, they're a human. But it's not what the body looks like, it's what's inhabiting the body and driving its behavior and driving its perceptions. And one of the things about this, uh, this demonic realm um, is that, um, it has no capacity for empathy. It has no capacity for compassion. And thus, when one of these entities is um, inhabiting uh, one of these cult uh, gopher uh, bodies, 
that behavior will reflect the fact that it has no compassion and has no empathy. This is why Gates can do what he's uh, done in the COVID era to vast numbers of people who are now dead or uh, have their health destroyed for life. And he will have no emotional consequence for that because they're psychopaths. Psychopaths, if you look at the psychopathic traits, the top two are no empathy, not being able to put yourself in the feelings of those you're affecting and no compassion. This is why these people are as they are. They're demonically possessed. And, you know, I, I just want to talk about uh, uh, two things, which I think are very relevant to, to um, uh, many things that are going on. First of all, uh, there's what people call God. And secondly, and I'll start with this one, is that when Morpheus in the Matrix um, held up a battery and said the machines or to, to go to the wider quote, um, the matrix is a computer-generated dream world. It is, it's a simulation, created or designed to turn human beings into one of these, a battery. It was a profound truth because these entities, um, which are the fallen angels in the, in, in the Bible, that's another thing about Religion, you, you look at the common themes. What Christianity calls Satan or the devil is, is this force. What uh, Islam calls Iblis or Shaitan is this force. Um, and, and therefore, um, they're all talking about the same thing without actually realizing it. So um, what's happening is this demonic realm is feeding off human energy. That's what it's doing. Now, what kind of human energy? This will explain a lot about the world. Because they're in a low vibrational state, they can only absorb low vibrational energy. It, th things like you know, expanded consciousness and high frequency states of being, ooh, it's never the twain shall meet. They're, they're on different wavelengths. So they have to manipulate the human uh, population to fall into low vibrational, emotional and mental states of fear, of anxiety, of resentment, of hatred, of conflict, because that generates through the emotional and um, mental um, exp energetic expression, that low vibrational energy, which they feed off. When they're doing a sacrifice and, and they say we're sacrificing to the gods, what does that mean? It means that they're going through rituals. And this is why even today these cultists are using Babylonian rituals, ancient Egyptian rituals, etc., because they are designed specifically to generate the terror and the buildup of the terror in the sacrifice to the point where they're oh, generating. Let me interrupt you because we got to do one more break. Come back with a final segment with the iconic David Ike, David Ike But 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 since you raised that, we'll talk about Bohemian Grove, Skull and Bones, the CERN rituals that are going on. But the, before we go to break in two minutes, we know they want a bunch of slaves to feed off of. Then why do they want to depopulate us? Is that because they figured out that that out of the mass of people, enough resistance is going to form and they can't keep control? They want to replace us with robots that serve them because if they want to use us for psychic energy. Why at the same time they're trying to kill as many of us as possible? Well, because their, their, their plan is to make it far, far more efficient. 
You see, if they're connecting AI, which is basically them, that's what it is, to the human brain, and what they're they can doing... They terrorize and torture us and get way more energy off the individual. Yeah, they are dictating wow. our perception and emotional states, and thus we become basically machines to generate this low vibration. So the answer is what you just said. We're being converted from them doing it at an ambient level to them actually directly farming us. Yeah, think the matrix and the, 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 the babies feeding the machines, the energy of the babies feeding the machines. That, that, that's what we're looking at. Um, a technological uh, version, an AI version of... Um, All right, stay right of, there, because he mentioned the occult rituals. Public satanic events at, at CERN, private ones, Bohemian Grove, Skull and Bones. And I look at it and I laugh until I realize how serious they are. When I've gone and infiltrated some of these events and covered them, they take it deadly serious. And why are they doing such ancient rituals over and over again? What is the paradigm? What is the signature? Well, why does it... Why did they in the 2012 Olympics have Grim Reapers using a COVID virus to murder everyone in London? We'll show that when we come back. Why do they have to tell us what they're going to do before they do it? David Icke's our guest. And, and if 5G is opening up the dimensions for this, what is the Hadron Superconducting Super Collider doing in Europe? David Icke, davidike.com. His new book drops very, very soon. The newest one's The Trap. The latest one that's about to come out is The Dream. Find it all at davidike.com. I'm Alex Jones, Infowars.com. We'll be right back. Final segment with the amazing David Icke. I'm Alex Jones, your host. You'll find our coordinates at Infowars.com and Infowarsstore.com. Thank you all for your support. All right, David, getting into the occult, because you raised this, and I meant to... I had the crew hours ago going, get Bohemian Grove ready, get Skull and Bones ready, get the CERN rituals together. I'm going to bring up why do they do these stupid rituals? Because, you know, I stuck into Bohemian Grove, was laughing at the ritual until I saw that the men were shaking in beyond anything I ever saw at Holy Roller churches I went to when I was a kid. They were completely possessed during it. You look at CERN, everywhere they're doing classical, ancient uh, occultic rituals. Why are they doing it, David Icke? Um, well, first of all, um, you know, I've studied this and I've talked to many, many Satanists and former Satanists around the world over these uh, decades. And um, these uh, cult gophers, shall we say, are terrified of the demons. They're terrified. Um, and uh, they are... Uh, frightened of the consequences of failing them. They really are. Um, and what's happening in these rituals is they are, um, what, what can, can happen is that these rituals, if you're talking about a ritual around, uh, say, a single individual, um, the, the ritual can create a vibrational bridge or connection between the person and the demonic entity. And this allows that demonic entity to come through into this reality and possess the person. And there's so many of these, uh, I mean, satanic rituals, all, all the people involved are, are uh, literally um, uh, possessed. And like I said earlier, what, what these um, rituals are doing from a uh, sacrifice to the gods point of view is producing the energy from the sacrifice that these entities in the astral um, feed off. So 
you know, you can see someone being emotional uh, with your eyes because that's happening within 3D. But the energy that that emotional response is giving off, you can't see. You might be able to feel it, but you can't see it because it's astral. And so in that astral realm, these entities are feeding off the terror and the fear of the uh, of the sacrifice. And in this realm, um, it that that terror uh, manifests chemically as adrenochrome and adrenaline. And thus the uh, Satanists in this realm will drink the blood and get adrenochrome rush because it's like a rush to them. And it's the chemical expression of the terror that the entities in the astral are, are feeding off. Um, and so that's why they do it. And, and, and in these um, various rituals, you, you, can, you can do it that way, or you can actually uh, create an energetic environment that bridges the two realities so the demonic entity can possess the person. And this is a, an interesting point that I've found over the years. We see um, a hierarchy. We'll see a prime minister, a deputy prime minister, a president, a deputy president, a leader of the house and all that. So you see the human hierarchy. But within the satanic realm of the cult, the hierarchy that dictates that is dependent on the level of demon that possesses you. So if you're one of the demonic, um, if you like, uh, masters, then you, possessed by that uh, entity, will be higher up the satanic cult hierarchy than someone who appears to be higher than you in, um, in, in, in the human hierarchy. Because the hierarchy of control is dictated by the scale and level of the demon that's possessing you, which means what? It means that the hierarchy in the demonic becomes the hierarchy in the human world, the real hierarchy, the one they never talk about. And this is why you've got people uh, who are dictating to apparently people who are higher well, than Well, I was about them. to say, David, you talked 33 years ago about secret satanic rituals and members of uh, you know, Parliament slitting kids' throats that later came out to be true, and Jimmy Savelle and the BBC were the first to expose it decades before Jeffrey Epstein. You exposed it all because you were there and, and, and had the intel. But if you pull back from this, now almost every national show or the Grammys or whatever is demons and women in cages and men as Satan and doing mock sacrifice. So the stuff they used to do at Bohemian Grove in secret has now been fully externalized. They're showing us mass plague, mass death, our children dying in mass, our children in cages. I mean, you, I mean, you just turn on a random show. It's all hell on earth. So, so what are they doing? Just getting us ready for something or what is this? What, what they're doing is uh, they're taking the demonic and all its paraphernalia and its symbolism. You see, um, everything is a frequency. So a symbol is a frequency. So the, uh, the pyramid and all-seeing eye, if you saw it on a frequency wave field level, it would be a certain resonance. So, so are all these other symbols, the inverted cross, the inverted pentagram. They are... Uh, generating a particular frequency which that symbol is designed to generate. So when you're 
um, looking. So you're saying they're uh, invoking at, all the sacrifice and war and death that's been done in the same ritual. So even though no one's being actually killed there, it's the same as that. Yeah, well, when, when you're looking at one of these stage shows or, or, or the Grammys, this Pratt, was his name? Sam Smith, bloody lunatic. And when you're looking at all that stuff, that's generating a satanic frequency. And if you, if it, it, what we focus upon, we connect with. What we give our attention to, we connect with energetically, frequency. And thus, as you're looking at this thing, or looking at this scene, um, you are being pulled into that satanic frequency through your attention. Now, this is where awareness comes in, Alex. If you are aware that that's how it works, you are conscious of it, it has no effect on you. But if you're unconscious and you're just looking at it, you think it's some bloody stage show or something, only that, then that attention, that guard down, that consciousness guard down, will connect you with it. That's why they're doing it. That's why they're putting it in your face, because of the um, connection it makes and thus the impact it then has on your perception. Well, that's right, David. And, and, and these things, it always starts the first few minutes is not openly satanic. And then the devils, then the sex slaves, then the cages with children in them come out once they think they've got you at an unconscious level. And then some people overdo it. And they say, well, if anybody ever does an OK symbol, they mean they're a Satanist. No, when I do that, it's just a habit of growing up. Seeing people say, OK, everything's great or that was great food. But when they do it, the symbols mean something different. So, so how do we separate using a symbol for good versus evil or, or does evil own certain symbols? Well, every kind of symbol has a um, has a frequency, but the key is intent. Yes. That's the key. Yes. What generates the frequency is the intent. If the intent of a symbol is to generate a frequency of uh, satanic nature, then that's what it will do. But if you do something similar with a, an intent that is very different, then that intent will mean that that whatever you do is sure, but, sure, but Maybe I'm programmed by the Jello commercials and the Sprite commercials are like, oh, that was a great dinner. You know, and I do that just because I mean, like, that's really good or listen to me. But but am I have I been programmed when I do that or my intent's not to be bad. That symbol by itself is like the rainbow is in the Bible, but now it's the symbol of the pedo movement. I mean, is the rainbow bad or is it good or is it just a symbol? Well, the, the rainbow is um, is a symbol of something called the Noahide laws, of course, um, which um, people should uh, research. And um, it's uh, interesting that the Noahide laws, um, which come from uh, uh, rabbis, etc., in the in the past, um, should have the symbol all along of the uh, the rainbow. And suddenly, I mean, is is it possible to go anywhere without seeing a rainbow symbol these days? Those two things I don't think are um, are a coincidence. But uh, the, the, you can you can look at a rainbow and it's a rainbow, or you you can have a symbol of a rainbow that is uh, the intent is that it represents something else to you. It will represent that frequency, and thus you know all these different symbols can be 
Um, Incredible. David, Ike, you've been so gracious. Two-minute break, five more minutes, and I promise you, you can go. But I want to talk about your book for five minutes because I read the last one, Incredible, The Trap. The new book is coming out, The Dream. Back in two minutes, we'll talk about The Dream with David Ike when our special guest host takes over. Please remember, I'm listener-supported, folks, InfoWarsStore.com. The July 4th sale is still going. Nitric Boost and other products. They're all up there, 60 to 25% off, store-wide, double Patriot points. Please take action. It's fun, incredible interviews like this. Final segment with the iconic David Icke of DavidIcke.com. And, of course, we're going to name this interview once it's uploaded is David Icke on God and Demons. And then, of course, Drew Hernandez, Loda for Bear, about to take over next segment. So you wanted to get into the nature of God and then a little bit about the book, uh, the new book, David Icke. Yeah, um... I think, you know, all, all the different religions, um, they, they, it's it's a bit of a divide and rule, really, because there's a lot of things that they um, agree on. So what is God? What a Christian will call God, I call the infinite. It's a force that pervades the entirety of existence. And you can um, uh, connect with it and be inspired by it, or you can be separated from it and thus uh, be uh, demonically manipulated. And this, what I called earlier the truth vibrations, this vibrational change that's going on, that's, that's breaking up this simulated uh, mind prison, it's what a Christian would call God, what I would call the infinite, it's actually making it happen. Um, and this is what this demonic realm, this demonic force is retreating from as it imposes itself more and more on this simulated uh, nonsense. And that's why it's uh, coming in. The demonic realm is coming more and more into this reality uh, in its retreat. And that's why we're seeing all these bizarre things going on in this chaos. Um, but, you know, in, instead of saying, do you believe in the Christian God or do you uh, believe in the Islamic God or whatever? It's 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 a force of love. It's a force of wisdom. It's a force that holds the entirety of infinite reality together. And whatever we call it, um, that's what it is. And uh, instead of being divided and ruled by our perceptions of it, let's just um, be brought together by um, understanding that it may be different things to different people, but it's actually the same force we're talking about. And it is um, in the process of bringing an end to this nonsense. But we, we're going to have chaos and upheaval because if you corner a rat, it's not going to go quietly. And that's what we're experiencing. We're experiencing the demonic realm and its uh, cult expression in our reality are being cornered and it's um, it's thrashing out and it's desperately doing everything it can to hold on to its power. Um, and, you know, it will for a little while, uh, but it's over, lads. It's over, boys. It's over, people. Um, it's just a matter of it playing out. Powerful information. In the time we have left, give us a sneak peek of the new book. Yeah, it's called The Dream because this, what I call the simulation, and more and more, of course, mainstream scientists are saying, actually, it does look like it's a simulation. It, it just, it just, so many mysteries of life disappear once you realize this is a simulation. Um, it's an induced dream. It's what it is. Do you know, years ago, if I've got time quickly to tell you, years ago, um, I, when I was a journalist, 
I'd wake up in the morning in bed and um, I'd, uh, I'd put the radio on, your BBC Radio 4 or something, a current affairs show. And, um, and, and I'd maybe fall back to sleep, you know, uh, many days. And then I'd wake up, thought I'd been asleep for ages. It was just a minute or so. And I'd have a dream, a very vivid dream. And that vivid dream when I woke up was actually related to what the radio uh, story or, or discussion was about. So it was an induced dream by uh, what I was hearing subconsciously. And this uh, simulation is an induced dream. And we can, we can stop being controlled by it. And I explain in the dream um, what this dream is and how we can take our power back from it. Uh, and we can. Thank you so much. It's always great to talk to you. But this is the interviews just get better and better. I hope when the book comes out, you'll join us again soon. David Ike, DavidIke.com. Thank you so much, my friend. Thanks, mate. See ya. Wow, that was powerful. All right. Drew Hernandez is set to take over right now. Please remember, we're listeners supported. Nitric Boost is so good for your blood, your whole body. Dr. Mikovitz has said it's the best formula out there. It cleans everything out. You need it. It's all on sale, InfoWarsStore.com, with the July 4th Super Sale that's ongoing. Double Patriot points on all your orders. Thank you for your support, but you really need these products. They really enrich your life. Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now. Welcome. Hey, how's it going, Alex? Amazing broadcast as always. I'd like to give a plug first for the amazing Red Pill Plus. Is that combination, whatever you put in that, that formulation is amazing. My energy level is just through the ceiling already. I mean, I've I've lost about ten pounds and gained about fifteen mass muscle mass. It's great. I'm stuff. not sure. Thank you for putting that out. Real Red Pill was sold out for two plus years because we couldn't get the ingredients, the lockdowns, and I think it's almost sold out or is about to sell out. Yeah, that's. I mean, I'm not hyping any of these products. They're all amazing. But Real Red Pill takes a few weeks to kick in, but once it kicks in, it is just incredible. Got to take it every day for a couple of weeks, and then you're going to like, whoa, it's amazing. Exactly. It didn't really hit me. Like, I thought it would be like a pep pill. You know, like, I, if I'm not going to take some coffee with me, I'll just take this real red pill plus. But it didn't kick in like that. It waited for like uh, about four or five days, and then I just started feeling this surge. So it's good stuff. I hope you uh, can keep it on sale or at least available. But look at real red pill plus. It still is in stock, almost sold out. 4.9 star reviews uh, right there. Uh, Everybody should t take Real Red Pill Plus. In fact, it's discounted right now. It is an amazing, amazing product, ladies and gentlemen. And, and, and so absolutely, everybody should take it. Yeah, it's got natural green tea and herba mate and you know, uh, natural stimulants, so you feel it the first day. But, but that's that that's just a little added kick. That's why it's the plus. It's the preglanone and the key amino acids and stuff that, that, that for most people are deficient in preglanone, even though they're young. So it helps your body create hormones to counter all the fake hormones we're being bombarded with. Everybody needs to get Real Red Pill Plus at InfoWarsStore.com. It's just as important as Nitric Boost or as the X2 and X3 products. All of it is in synergy. When I forget to take them, I, I just kick myself because they work so well. Hey everybody, Rodney Outbrown here. I want to thank Alex Jones and InfoWars for offering scholarships to River University. Maybe you're watching InfoWars today and you 
don't know what to do with the problems that we faced in the world today. You've been through COVID-19, 2019, 2021, 22, 23. But here at River University, not only do we show you what the problem is, but we show you how to deal with it. Come, a full three-year bachelor degree will train you up in ministry, government, worship, that you can go out and actually bring about a transformation in the earth today. We have graduates going all over the world from the Arctic to the outback. And right here, this is what we do. We specialize in training people and equipping them for transformation. And that's what you'll do. So scan the QR code right now or go to riveruniversity.org and get the free scholarship offered to you by InfoWars. Tap water is turning the frogs gay and it'll turn you gay too. First off, gay people are awesome. I don't think that's a problem at all. And secondly, if you notice at the end of that video, he advertises water filters. Interesting. I have an opportunity for viewers and listeners that is the best in my 23 years on air. Obviously, water filtration is a great thing. It's a good thing. And I've had water filtration sponsors since the day I got on air. And over the years, I learned a lot about water filtration. I learned what the best was. And Alexa Pure family of stainless steel gravity filters take the already decent and good systems that were out there and took it to the next level of quality, durability, customer service, replacement filters, you name it. Now, the Alexa Pure Pro's their biggest, nicest stainless steel unit that does the most gallons an hour for your home, business, your kitchen, uh, your RV, whatever. It's amazing. Cuts out all the bad stuff, leaves the good stuff in, the good minerals. This is the gift of life, the gift of health. It's amazing. Alexa Pure Pro at InfoWarsLife.com or InfoWarsStore.com or call 888-253-3139. I don't like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the freaking frogs gay. Do you understand that? Turn the freaking frogs gay. Serious crap. Gay. Frogs, freaking frogs. It's not funny. I'm going to say it real slow for you. I mean, this is what they're, what do you think tap water is? It's a gay bomb, baby. And I'm not saying people didn't naturally have homosexual feelings. I'm not even getting into it, quite frankly. I mean, give me a break. You think I am like, oh, shocked by it, so I'm up here bashing it because I don't like gay people. I don't like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the friggin' frogs gay.